Hey, Big Boxers. Welcome to On the Shelf, a program that is dedicated to helping you get your products into a major big box retailer. Tim here with you on a Monday. So happy that uh, you're with us and um, taking some time to listen and uh, move your business forward, whether you're in the car or in the kitchen, doesn't matter. We're just happy that you're here. A couple of announcements on this fine Monday morning. One is... Uh, the free vendor prep worksheet is still available on our website, tlbconsulting.com. Don't hesitate to go and grab that. It is in the forms section at the bottom. And all you have to do is put in your email and answer a quick question. And that prep form is yours. Go ahead and grab that as so many others have already. All right. Number two announcement. Today is Monday. Tomorrow is election day. Now, We are going to keep this a politics-free zone podcast. So we're not going to talk about opinions and who you should and shouldn't vote for. But I do want to encourage you to get out and vote and voice your opinion and take a stand on whatever it is that you feel strongly about. Don't hesitate and don't take for granted the chance that we get to get out and vote and choose who is going to run or lead our country. Um, So no matter which way you're leaning... I encourage you to get out and vote. All right? Okay. Now that we have the public service announcements out of the way, I want to know when you were launching your product or if you're in the middle of launching your product or if you have a product that you at some point want to launch to the consumer. Now, let's be clear here. I'm not talking about pre-launch strategy. I'm not talking about the totality of launching a product. The, all the ins and outs. I'm not going there. I'm just focusing today on introducing your product to the consumer, that portion of the launch. I get on a consistent basis this specific question. Where do I start first? Where do I go first? I don't want to screw it up. I don't want to do something that I shouldn't do. I need some help in figuring out what to do first. It's a common question. I know that you probably have asked yourself that many times. And I know it's a common fear that if I do the wrong thing first, everything is blown up after that. So I want to talk today on four areas to launch your product and the sequence that we at TLB use specifically with products that have never been seen before or brands that are new to the U.S., or brands that are new to any area. So those are kind of the parameters that we're using to, I don't know, bracket this launch strategy that I'm talking about. I'm I'm struggling, apparently, to get my words out today, so I apologize. So understand that we're going to talk about getting your product in front of the consumer. We're going to use the parameters of that this is a new brand. It's a brand that doesn't have other products that it's following behind. Okay, so we are launching a new brand and uh, the brand is ready. It's just going to get in front of the consumer. And you want to know, where should we go first? Tim, where should we go first? I don't want to screw it up. First and foremost, let me tell you, there's very little that you can do to screw it up. There's very little that you can do uh, that can't be undone. 
especially at the beginning. So don't have that fear. You know, the, the biggest thing that you can do that would screw things up is just not to do anything. You, you know, you guys know what I say. Get out there and do it. Let's start. Let's move. Let's make something happen. So the only thing that you could potentially do to screw it up is just not do anything. So we're not going to do that. We're going to do something. So at TLB, if we, have a, if we have a product or a brand that's brand new, nobody's ever heard of the brand before, uh, we're going to launch it on e-commerce first. And my preference would be that the company have their own website for us to get it out there on first, start to promote it. Um, we're going to use social to do that. Uh, we're going to use word of mouth. We may even employ some PR to drive some traffic and announce that there's a new brand on the market. So we're going to open up our own website, our own e-commerce store. We're going to set our pricing and we may even use a little bit of PR to get the word out. Now there's plenty of ways that you can do your own PR. So I encourage you to look into that. Now, along with our own website, once that's all set up and running, we're probably going to put it on Amazon. And the key reason we're going to do that is one, Amazon can really create some cash flow for you. It can really start things off. You can really make a good amount of money if you do it right. And so we would encourage you to get on Amazon. Not only that, but buyers are going to look at Amazon as a means to understand how the product's doing and do they want to bring it on board. Okay. It is a vetting tool for them these days. So you don't want to leave that step out. You definitely want to get on Amazon. Once you're up and running on Amazon, we would probably put you on one to three more strategic sites. So maybe target.com or walmart.com, uh, or a specialty.com retailer that specializes in your type of product. So that when customers go and type your brand name into the internet, they can find between two and five places independently of each other that your product resides. That gives them confidence to buy. If your product only resides on your website and your website only, it gives them the feeling that you're not really ready yet. You're not really out there yet. So on new brands, we want them to be on between two and five key sites that when they type your brand name in, they'll come up. Now, there's a secondary reason for us wanting to go e-commerce first. E-commerce is a great vetting platform for you, too. It's a great way to get your product in the hands of consumers that are not your family that are going to give you some honest feedback. I guarantee you that if there's an issue with your product, you want to find that out in this phase, specifically in the e-commerce phase where you can control uh how much product is in the market. You can control your consumer interaction. Uh, you can work directly with the consumer to resolve the issues. Once you're in containers and going into a nationwide retailer and you're on the shelf of a, you know, a retailer that has 1,800 locations and there's an issue, we're talking recall. And, okay, and you do not want to do recall. So, Best to vet it out on e-commerce first. Great way for you to figure out what people think of your product. And also, they're going to give you some feedback. They're going to do some reviews. And you can't take these personally, people. This is just the way business is done. You want these reviews. This is good for you. Even if they're bad, you still want them. Because 
It's the way that you're going to perfect your product and make it a rock star. If nobody ever tells you what's wrong with it, you're going to find that out sooner or later and better sooner than later. Okay, so... Hey, big boxers. Just a quick announcement from TLB Consulting. Are you looking to scale your business this year? Are you looking to get your products on the shelf of a retailer this year? Well, guess what? Booking a coaching call with me has never been easier. I know based on the past 10 years of working with clients that it can be difficult to be a solopreneur. It can be difficult to scale your business into territory that you've never been to. That's why I have opened up more slots this year than I've ever done before. One of my goals this year is to work with more clients, more solopreneurs, more big boxers looking to get their products into retail than ever before. I wanna work directly with you and share my experiences over the last 25 years of getting products into retail. I wanna share those experiences with you. I wanna talk to you from a place of somebody who's been there and I wanna help you get to where I've gone. Like I said, it's never been easier. All you have to do is go to tlbconsulting.com, click on consulting and then choose the time or the bundle that you want and get it scheduled. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Let's get you the information that you need. I'm looking forward to meeting you. E-commerce first, people. All right, next, once we have a solid e-commerce platform, we're going to go to specialty. Now, specialty, if you're wondering what, what constitutes a specialty store, Pretty much any store that's in the mall is a specialty store, except for Anchor stores like JCPenney or Macy's or whatnot. Radio Shack is a specialty store. Stores that have a small footprint but could potentially have nationwide reach would be considered specialty. Gourmet grocery stores. If you have a gourmet grocery store in your uh, neighborhood that you go to that maybe has one to three locations, that's a specialty store. And the reason we want to go specialty, it's it's our we're kind of dipping our toe in to the on-the-shelf area. We want to get our products on the shelf of a smaller footprint store, something that we can again kind of control our distribution and not let it get away from us. We want to be able to move, ebb, flow, change things up if we want. And specialty is a way that you can do that without too much risk. So understand and figure out the specialty locations or specialty retailers that would carry a product like yours. You know, gourmet retail, uh, gourmet food stores may not carry your product or, you know, Radio Shack might not carry your product. So figure out what specialty stores are in line with your product and go after those. All right, next is the big kahuna or one of the big kahunas anyway. It's the big box area. So once you're online doing well, once you're in some, you know, one to 200 specialty locations, yes, you can start to approach big box stores like Target, like Walmart, like Bed Bath & Beyond, okay? This is your chance to have a story to tell now. The reason we put big box right here is because we want to make sure that when we go to a big box retailer, we have a story. 
if you don't have a story, they're just going to look at you like, why are you here? You know, go out and sell some product. So we want to be able to say, hey, we launched on e-commerce and this is how we've been doing. Uh, we have some consumer advocacy. We have a lot of people talking about our products on social. So we moved it into gourmet or, excuse me, specialty retail. And we've been doing very well. We're in 220 specialty retailers across the U.S. And that is going very well. Our return rate is low. We're moving through product and getting reorders. So we feel it's time for us to move into big box retail. Okay? That's a story. That's something that a a retail buyer can grab a hold of and say, okay, that sounds systematic. That sounds like you guys have been moving through a strategic plan of some sort. And that's going to help them have more interest than if you just went straight to them and said, hey, we have this brand new product. We have this brand new brand. Well, what have you done with it? Well, not really anything. Um, But we really think it's good for Bed Bath & Beyond. They're going to be, "Er, listen, you guys need to go out and do something with this product before you bring it to me. And that's the kind of response you're going to get. Now, once you're in big box, now your brand is out there. So it's on e-commerce. It's in specialty. It's on big box retail shelves. It's noticeable. People can understand it. They know what the retails are. They get what the value is. This is your chance now to take it to club store, which is our fourth area. It's important that you don't go to club store before you have a value proposition. If nobody's ever purchased your product or nobody's ever seen your product in a regular retail big box store or specialty store, there's no way for them to tell whether what they're buying at Costco or BJ's or even Sam's club is a value. They don't know. They can't tell. It's never been there. And the buyer is not going to want to take the chance that they are going to undercut their value proposition because that's what makes consumers come into club stores day in and day out. They want that value. Now, the possible exception here for Costco would be food products. Costco um, at times will take on little known brands of food because why? Because in the location, you can test it out. You can have a tasting. That makes all the difference. So the, uh, consumer doesn't or the member doesn't have to wonder is it good is it worth it they can actually taste it and decide for themselves so that's a possible exception here but most of the time club stores are going to want to see that you're out on these shelves in other retailers so that they can create a value proposition for their members so the four stages that we use are one e-commerce amazon your own website a couple other websites two specialty uh it's a great way to get into a nationwide retailer or a regional retailer and still be able to control a lot of what's going on and still understand how the consumers are purchasing your product. Three, big box, the big kahuna. All right, this is where you can really step up your sales and get into a nationwide large-scale retailer because you have a story. You've been successful at the other two stages. And then finally, club store. This is an area where you can um, show the value that you've created. You can offer that value to members of that club store in a way that's going to make the buyer happy. Does it make sense? It's not rocket science here, people. This is not, I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel. We We just go through a certain stage, and sometimes it's hard. I tell you what, one of the hardest parts for our clients is the waiting. They want to go right to the big deal. They want to go right to, you know, multiple containers direct from overseas. Now, 
I always tell them, listen, be careful what you wish for. You might not be ready for that. And I tell you what you're really not ready for. You're really not ready for five containers coming over to go to a major retailer and find out that you have some problem with your product. And then they want to recall it. That's what you're not ready for. So I know that's what you think you want, but that's not what you should want. What you should want is a slow, consistent progression where people are consistently reordering your product, consistently taking your product, using it, and coming back for more or telling somebody, and they're coming to get it, and the retailer continues to order from you. If you take your product to a couple specialty retailers and they sit on the shelf, there's an issue. If you don't get a reorder, there's an issue. That has to be resolved at that stage. Don't go on to the next stage without resolving the issue of why your product's not selling. Because if it's not selling in a specialty retailer, it's probably not going to sell in a national retailer or in a club store. If it doesn't sell online, if it doesn't sell on Amazon, probably not going to sell in a specialty retailer. So that's when you need to stop, fix that issue, find out what the problem is. And once you solve that problem, so if you're not selling on e-commerce and then you solve it and all of a sudden you're selling... Cool. Now you can go on to the next stage of specialty. That's what we specialize in, folks. That's what we help our clients do every day, all day long. So there's our little four-stage introduction product launch to the consumer. Hope it was helpful. Uh, I know a lot of you are asking that question. And, um, and as we went through it, it just dawned on me that there is another step Uh, like I said, that you can do to kind of screw things up. And that's move to the next stage when you haven't finished the stage that you're in, like I just said. So if it's not selling, you got to fix that problem before you move on to the next stage. Did I drive that home enough? Did I say that enough times? Am I clear enough on not moving on to the next stage until you are selling in the current stage that you're in? Hope so. All right, guys, listen, if you like the podcast, please uh, share it with your friends, get it out there on social, uh, reach out to us with any questions or comments that you might have. It's been great. We've had a lot of interaction lately and love to interact with our big box listeners and find out what is going on with you. What struggles are you having? What stage are you in? What uh, issues are holding you back? That's what really drives this podcast and makes things great. It's really what you guys want to hear. It's really what you're looking for. It's those solutions to creating that strategic program that's going to result in getting your products on the shelf. So we thank you and keep it coming. More is better. More is better. If you want to reach out to us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at at TLB Consult. If you want to reach out to us on Facebook, we are at TLB Consulting. And of course, if you want to grab us on our website, that's TLBConsulting.com. Don't forget, if you go to TLBConsulting.com, definitely go over to the forums tab and grab your free vendor prep worksheet. You are going to thank me when all that vendor paperwork starts coming in and you're starting to fill it out, you are going to say, oh, I'm so glad I picked up this worksheet and had this stuff all done in preparation. Okay, remember, guys, preparation is key. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Have a great week, guys. Listen, have a fantastic week. I hope that uh, you get in front of some buyers and sell some stuff this week. And uh, until our next show, we look forward to seeing your products on the shelf. 